one of the things I hate is wasting anything like time, money, just yeah. anything. Like I have to seize every moment. Yeah. Um, and so I think that kind of led me to hating like seeing all the trash. It just feels so pointless and mm -hmm. irresponsible. I walk into a traditional supermarket and yeah. I see all the packaging and I'm like, this is just one out of so many grocery stores across the US, across the world. And yeah. they're turning over products every week. Totally. So where the heck is this all going? People want us to be here. They yeah. need to shop here, and not just like occasionally for a specialty thing. Like yeah. we are, we have almost a thousand products. We yeah. are a full grocery store. Yeah. Um, and the things we don't have are things that we don't have for a reason. Going to the corner and seeing all the other bottles that other people have been have brought back, it reminds you that like you're not the only one doing yeah. this, right? This the, the whole community can can participate in this, and if we all do it, it will right? make a huge difference. Exactly. Hello, Boulder and the wider world. This is the Sharing Boulder podcast. My name is Philip Ogren, and for episode 23, I spoke with Verity Noble, who is one of the founders of Nude Foods Market a local zero-waste grocery store near Boulder Junction that is on a mission to fundamentally reshape the way we shop for groceries. Nearly all items come in glass jars or other reusable containers, which can be returned and reused over and over again. Shopping at Nude Foods not only reduces the amount of garbage that consumers generate, but also supports many local businesses. All products go through a rigorous vetting process for quality, sustainability, and nutritional value, and are offered at competitive prices. Additionally, many products are created right in the store by their full-time chef who prepares ready-to-serve meals, soups, pesto and marinara sauces, hummus, sauerkraut, kimchi, and much more. On this podcast, we often talk about how space is wasted in this city in the form of large asphalt parking lots, sprawling single-family neighborhoods with large yards and wide streets and expansive cul-de-sacs, and commercial areas that are often isolated and poorly integrated with the rest of the city. But our inefficient use of space is a symptom of a culture that is desensitized to and complicit in creating all kinds of waste, including the garbage kind. One simple way to think about the scale of garbage generated in Boulder is to consider that the smallest bin that our garbage service provider offers is a whopping 32 gallons. Think about that. For each house in Boulder, a garbage truck comes by every single week and hauls off as much as 32 gallons of garbage. Sadly, they also offer 64 and 96 gallon bins for our neighbors who generate even more weekly garbage. And that doesn't account for the garbage generated by businesses, public buildings and spaces and industry. We are a city, county, state and country that is awash in giant piles of garbage. Much of this garbage comes from food and beverage packaging from our grocery stores, such as bags, boxes, bottles, cans, and cartons. I'd like to propose that we expand our definition of junk food to include any food, no matter how healthy, 
that generates more garbage. I admire Verity because she treads lightly on the planet by riding her bicycle year-round. She eats an environmentally friendly vegan diet. She is working towards reducing the amount of garbage that she and her customers generate because she is running a local woman-owned business that is determined to change the world. We hope you enjoy our interview with Verity Noble of Nude Foods Market. Verity Noble uh, from Nude Foods. Uh, yes. Thank you for being on the podcast. Um, My pleasure. Please uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us about the store. So my name is Verity Noble um, and this is Nude Foods Market. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason it's called Nude Foods Market is because there's no packaging. Uh -huh. uh, well, no plastic packaging anyway. Everything is packaged in glass, which customers take home, use, and then bring back. So it's a beautiful circle of the glass just being used thousands and thousands of times. Yes. So then we wash it, sanitize it, refill it, put it back on the shelf. It occurs to me you have no way of knowing uh, how many times a particular jar has been used. But wouldn't that be cool if you did? That would be so cool if we had yeah. some kind of RFID tag. We're definitely talking uh, about it, but it's not on there yeah. yet. Um, but I suppose a statistician could could uh, model uh, oh, length, yeah. length of a lifetime. Anyways. We have worked it out, and we think it's about seven years is what we predict okay. it will be. Because we yeah. have very few breakages; they're pretty steady. Yeah, right. Um, so uh, that's a that's a great concept. I'm a big fan. I shop here weekly, and uh, thank so you. thank you for opening this <laughs> wonderful store. Um, so uh, well. That was a short. That was a short description. I may have to. Um, I, I can totally I'm, I'm <laughs> dive into it more. Yeah, let's so, hear. Let's hear more about it. So our big. The way we started is I have always wanted to open a zero waste grocery store. I mm -hmm. used to go to Longmont every two or three months and shop in the bulk store there, which is wonderful. She's been yep. a huge supporter of ours. Mm -hmm. um, and every all my friends knew I wanted to start a zero waste store. So when two other people, three other people, in fact, wanted to start one, we were introduced. Mm -hmm. and we started chatting and we were like let's open a store together okay. this will be fun <laughs> yeah. and we had this little space in yeah. south boulder and we were going to kind of do a real quick and dirty uh very basic kind of refill store this and is then, the one over by willville yeah this is the yeah. one over by willville and then the pandemic hit literally a couple of months before we were oh, due no. to open yeah. and we had a meeting i can remember it so clearly and it was shall we just wait this thing out and then open the store or shall we switch to delivery right and we decided to switch to delivery which is awesome because obviously the pandemic was no short thing yeah right. um, and amazingly delivery proved to be the best thing for us as well because it enabled us to do just-in-time ordering wow. we could get you know the orders from our customers it was much you know much less capital intensive in terms of setting up a store and hiring people and dealing with all the you know issues with the pandemic yep. so that worked out great for us and people really bought into it and we had a loyal following of customers that just kept on growing um, and then we were kind of looking around for maybe a new location for you know the storage and the packing and this particular location at 3233 Walnut Street came up and it happened to have a retail space at the front and a warehouse at the back but was within our budget so we decided after a three-week kind of back and forth, should we open a store? Should we stick with delivery? Should we open a store? Mm -hmm. To open a store, and that is where we're standing now. It's, um, it's really cool. I, I kind of want to just uh, scan this around, and we can we can uh, keep talking while I'm while I'm showing. Great. Um, so the, the ethos behind this space is it's not just zero waste. That is the key thing. 
Yeah. But we also are here to support local food. So we have over 60 local suppliers, which yeah. Rachel manages all our sourcing. So she's amazing at keeping all these people in her head. Um, and then we um, do a lot of cooking here ourselves. So we have a full-time chef and he makes... Oh, what do you? What does he make? Oh, so much. So our pesto, hummus, tomato oh, right. paste, sauerkraut, okay. oh, kimchi, nice. all the you know marinara, um, salsa, all those things. But also he makes um, our menu of three different meals a week. Um, all our soups. So we have about twenty different soups, yeah. um, which kind of switch out by the season. Um, but most excitingly, we have a menu of three different meals each week which you can get and they literally go from jar to table in five minutes flat. I so I got home from work the other day and in seven minutes I had a three course meal on the table for six friends. Cool. And That's I felt great. like a rock star. I, I, haven't, I haven't done, the, um, I haven't done the, the prepared meals yet. I've done the soup. Yeah. And it's so convenient to just put it in the pan. Or, yeah. Um, this we, week we have sushi. Oh, really? It's all vegan. Uh-huh. But it's, yeah. um, so it's tempeh sushi and we have an amazing cantaloupe cucumber soup okay. and it comes it comes with like a main dish and then a side another side yeah. and then you know dressing or something like that so it's a full meal maybe if you could back up and tell me where your um passion for zero waste started like you said this has been a life mm -hmm. kind of a long time it, it yeah. has um i wish i always wish i had like a really great kind of turning point story uh -huh. but I don't yeah, like a conversion exactly, story exactly like <laughs> yeah. this was the, the moment the but, um, the I class. think one of the things I hate is wasting anything like time money just yeah, anything like I have to seize every moment yeah. um, and so I think that kind of led me to hating like seeing all the trash it just feels so pointless and mm -hmm. irresponsible um, and then the other thing was have you seen the movie Wally? -E? Uh, yes yeah so <laughs> that is what runs through my head so when I saw that I was like this is all my fears. Because the pile of trash we're generating is right? somewhere. It's right. somewhere. Uh, it, you and know, I'm maybe like, and you know, and I think about, I walk into a traditional supermarket and yeah. I see all the packaging and I'm like, this is just one out of so many grocery stores across the US, across the world. And yeah. they're turning over products every week. Totally. So where the heck is this all going? Like we're burying a problem that's going to bite our children in the yeah. ass. Well, one of the things I think about is, um, you know, one of the luxuries I enjoy is, is uh, kombucha, which comes in a glass bottle yeah. that's so sturdy that you could use it the rest of your life. Yeah. And you drink it down and use it once, and then you throw it yeah. out, and it maybe it gets crushed down and, and, and created a new glass, yeah. but there's so much energy involved, oh, yeah. even re with recycling. And, and the, our... our um, I don't know. Our success rate at recycling is pretty sketchy, oh, uh, <laughs> you know, to start with. But have you ever seen the uh, the movie The Gods Must Be Crazy? No. It's an '80s movie where um, uh, a pilot uh, throws a Coca-Cola bottle out the window, and it lands in a in the middle of a a, a, a tribal um, setting where there's ab yeah. Aborigines who uh, discover the bottle, and it changes their their society. Um. And the thing. I, that the reason I bring that up is because like the glass bottle is so valuable yeah and we treat it like like a tissue yeah you know and um, so I was really glad when I saw that you had kombucha in the fridge here we because did. I had I had decided I was gonna quit drinking it and then um, now it's like yeah. back in we the have it on tap so we just refill it 
Oh, nice. So you have a keg in the yeah. back, uh, or a few kegs. Yeah, we have uh, a few different kegs. Nice. That's really cool. Well, uh, okay, so we talked about the prepared meals. Is mm -hmm. there anything else you'd like to highlight? Um, well, what we do with all our products is we put mm -hmm. them through a really strict process to find out, A, if they're sustainable, mm -hmm. B, if they're good for you. Yeah. And obviously that's subjective depending on what people think, but we sure. are... I mean, you, know, you sell granulated sugar, of course. We I mean. only <laughs> just got that. Yeah. So we actually had no sugar. Okay. We had, well, we had coconut sugar for a long time. Yeah. But we got so many demands for sugar yeah. that um, we eventually got it. <laughs> Caved in. And, but we... Yeah. Um, but any of the other products don't have sugar in them. So we yeah. avoid refined sugar in our products. Even our Nutella is made with uh, agave. I know agave has also got its problems, but you know, we try and avoid any yeah. kind of refined sugar. So anything you buy from here will have usually less than four grams of refined sugar and very few things to have anything in them at all. We're very strict on what we have here. Yeah. You know, we, there are some times when we compromise a little because, you know, for example, getting in I'm a vegan but we have mm -hmm. meat and some dairy and our dairy is yeah. in plastic yeah. and some people get very upset about that understandably totally. but the reason it's in plastic is because the health department won't let us yeah. have it in jugs glass because it has to be bottled at the dairy and the dairy we work with we work with them very intentionally because they are you know they let the calves stay with their mothers their whole life they don't nice. over milk the cows they're you know it's a very humane dairy yeah and that's coming from a vegan person and so uh, yeah that is why we pick them and work with them which is why we have those in plastic nice well i appreciate that um you know if you didn't make any compromises the store would be less and less friendly and you want it to be a welcoming place exactly. for a lot of different people with a lot of different needs yeah um i i um so I, th I think you had this very interesting challenge of getting people to change their behaviors, oh, yeah. right? So, um, you know, usually you walk into a store and there's some, there's something that draws you to, to make you want to spend your money mm -hmm. there that uh, kind of sells itself. But um, this, this store is like that for certain kinds of people. But it, but for a lot of people, it's going to be like, well, this is, this is a pain in the butt, right? Oh yeah. And, um, so I don't know. Do you, can you speak to like how you, do you how you evangelize or how you uh, <laughs> you know try to encourage participation in all of this? I mean, we let our customers evangelize a lot because yeah. they really, you know, they love it. People, For sure. Our customers yeah. are obsessed with this, and and you know, telling people like you you won't be taking out trash anymore. Basically, like <laughs> totally. I empty my truck. I missed the the, <laughs> the, the trash truck, whatever you would call it here, yeah, and um, it didn't matter. today. Yeah. And I was like, oh well. Oh, I mean, well, I didn't really have any anyway. Next week, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but cool. yeah, I think just the feeling. Someone actually wrote to me and said, I now feel like the mother I always wanted to be because my cupboard is kind of full of all these beautiful glass jars, and I feel so nice. awesome and like I'm doing the right thing for my kids. Cool. And that's kind of what we try to promote to like the feeling of clean, yeah, clean doing, lines doing in your the covers, right doing the right thing, yeah. and, and we make it, supporting you know, we make it really easy. And you're yeah. supporting a local women-owned business yeah. that is changing the world, we hope. Yeah, I hope so too. It's, it's really cool. Um, one, of the, one of the other things besides just changing people's behaviors is that, um, you know, I walk into a new store, I'm always instantly skeptical of everything, mm -hmm. you know, like, it doesn't matter if it's this store or any, any, anything. Um, but you know, like one of the, a skeptic might come in here and be like, well, I wonder what their dumpster looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. we are, we, 
uh, very clear on our website, we are not <laughs> completely zero waste. While yeah. we claim, you know, while we're called a zero waste or when we can't be, yeah. you know, we get 50 pound bags of things yeah. and then we put them into small jars. So right. a 50 pound bag is much better than oh, 50 sure. people getting a one pound one. And we then take out, you know, the plastic liner and we yeah. take that to charm and we take the paper and we recycle that. Like we literally go to the ends of the earth to make sure that anything we get that is waste yeah. goes to the right place. But yeah, we, well, and we it's, can't be zero I think waste, it's yeah. worth mentioning that King Supers, when you see a, a rows of bags of potato oh, chips, yeah. those come out of giant boxes, like not so giant, maybe something like, like six bags per box, you yeah. know, they rip it up and they flatten it, yeah. and, you know, there's their, their garbage problem in the back of their store is incredible. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, so. unbelievable. So, yeah, we definitely still have a garbage problem or a, a major recycling problem. Yeah. Um, but we did actually purposefully get a giant recycling uh, kind of dumpster okay. and a very small trash bin nice. just to keep us honest. Yeah. Well, and it's not like... Um, it's not like you're taking bags of consumer potato chips and yes, putting them into jars. Exactly. <laughs> and also with the local products, yeah. we really do get those zero waste. Yeah, so right. we like, you know, so for example, Kapop um, has a big trash can, well, four big trash cans on wheels and they turn up with those and then we give them back to them. Oh, nice. Or, you know, um, the bottle of chips again, or yeah. they bring them in a big bag that we reuse. So um, local products are great for that. We have about 30 giant kind of Tupperwares in the back, which, you know, nice. we, they bring their product, we store it, and then we give it back. It works yeah. really well. Um, so uh, there's another, there's another um, perception that I wonder how you deal with is, is like, is this store for rich people? That's a great question. Yeah. And it's so interesting because we get such mixed feedback that we don't really know. <laughs> Some people are like, this is very expensive. And then yeah. other people are like, I can't believe how reasonable this is. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if that is depending on where else they shop or mm -hmm. that. But we, we get it across the board of like 50-50. Yeah. Um, I, I, felt, I have felt both ways about yeah. this store, honestly. Um, one of the things that, that was a, an important switch in my mind, uh, there's kind of like two things. One is um, the jars are extremely efficient. Yeah. And so when you dump the jar into something else, you're like, oh. That's a lot of so food, much. yeah. yeah. Um, and so that kind of works against you because yeah. it looks compact on the shelves. Um, and then, um, then there's just this other aspect of like, when you do the math of like going to Costco and you, sp you pick one specific thing and you kind of um, get a number at the bottom of, mm -hmm. unit of, of dollars per unit or mm -hmm. whatever, um, that tells, that's like one kind of data but but the other the other thing about Costco is I've always spent more money there than I meant to, right? right? Like, <laughs> and uh, it's not just about like the unit per. It's it's about all the stuff you put in your cart that you didn't mean to buy in the first place. Yeah. I've come out of here spending a lot less than I spend at a, a, a typical trip right. at Costco. I have a lot of healthy food for yeah. my family, and. Uh, and yeah, I've been, I've been a really. Good thing for the planet. Yeah, exactly. No, it's so. true, and and also we like some things are more expensive, but only, but they're not more expensive here compared to anyone else. They're they're just as expensive at whole foods, whatever. So a lot of local products because they're kind of made in very small batches by hand. Yeah. They're more expensive. Well, know? the monkey bars exactly. are five dollars a pop. So yeah. that's an expensive candy bar for but most people. But they are five dollars a pop wherever you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. laser or where anywhere else you can get them. And and uh, the, the 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 counterpoint to that is uh, I've, I've 
uh, I bought my wife one recently and it took her two days to eat it. You know, yeah. she ate half of it. I, that's what yeah. happens to me. I like take it today. Uh -huh. Although today I was annoyed because I had, I'd been taking little slices and I'd left the final slice. And I made a cup of tea to and get it and my husband just ate it. And I was like, come on, come that's on. fine. Leave that alone. You, you, you know better. Yeah, but exactly. And so here you know that when I, you don't have to think about is this healthy? Is it not got refined sugar? Like all our stuff yeah. is thoughtfully prepared and picked. So I have, a, I have a, a theme that came up in my mind as you were talking about, you don't like to waste things. Mm -hmm. So on this podcast, the thing that we like to waste the least is, is space. Right. And um, uh, we have an, a, an episode coming up with a, another zealous uh, shopper, uh, Maura, Maura Dudley. And uh, we were talking about the relationship between zero waste and just uh, seeing, seeing the world through that lens of uh, trying, to, trying to appreciate the resources that mm -hmm. we have, trying not to, um, uh, and like, like the most precious resource that a city has uh, besides its people is the space that it, oh, that it occupies. Absolutely. And um, we waste so much space in this city. And uh, I don't know, do you have any, do you have any uh, thoughts about I the relationship between the two? I mean, I don't have a ton, I, I guess I do have a ton of thoughts actually. <laughs> but um, I would really like to see Boulder become much more livable. And yeah. I mean, it already is because it's so small, but I just can't believe how many people drive here when biking is so easy yeah, like it's uh -huh. beautiful weather and i draw i cycle all year round oh nice i mean yeah, the me only too. time i don't is when it's you know two foot of snow <laughs> um or no actually i even cycle in the snow but when it like melts and gets really icy yeah i have cycled in that and and come off a couple of times but um yeah i just think making smaller pockets where people can live and work within yeah. a distance that is really easy to get around without having to, you know, drive 40 minutes. So yeah. I love that yeah. this store is, is next to the bike path, the Foothills yeah. bike path. And now you've got some improved access through Boulder Junction, yeah. which is which has uh, come a long ways. Um, and I've perfected my bike ride home. I almost don't have to go on roads very much at all. Nice, nice. So do you go through Boulder Junction? Um, I go under and past Google. Yeah, right. Cool. Um, so uh, there's some good things about this neighborhood. I, obviously, I love walking into the store once I'm in here. But there is an aspect of it where it's like it's a strip mall surrounded yeah. by asphalt. And, um, you know, there could be housing above you. or there, You know, it would be, oh, yeah. it'd be wonderful if there were, uh, there was a new. So this is something I was thinking yeah. on the way over here is that it's kind of a compact store. And, of course, you have the warehouse, which you, which you also yeah. need. But um, I can imagine a neighborhood nude foods at the, at the end of a block yeah. that was dense you know if you had enough density you know to have it as a as a small retail yeah. in, in, in the we've neighborhood yeah we've thought about that because we're thinking of a centralized retail uh, warehouse mm -hmm. um, kind of distribution center which enable us to deliver out to local stores and direct consumer as well yeah cool so because it'd be so nice to to walk over yeah you know. I really would yeah. and and this location is not great like we picked it because it was cheap and, and the thing is that's hard about it because a lot of people are like oh your location is terrible and we're like when I timed it and I'm like with maybe 120 seconds from the biggest yeah that's Whole a, Foods that's a funny perception area. yeah exactly because you know. it is it's actually super central yeah. super convenient it's um it's just not that visible. It's not super visible, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, getting people to drive to, to, to drive by yeah. and get over that mis that exactly. perception is, is a good challenge. 
All right. Well, um, that's about all I've got. Right. Do you have Do you have uh, any any parting shots uh, for me? Um, I think the only thing I would say is that people, if people want us to be here, they yeah. need to shop here and not just like occasionally for a specialty thing. Like yeah. we are, we have almost a thousand products. We yeah. are a full grocery store. Yeah. Um, and the things we don't have are things that we don't have for a reason. You know, we don't have a ton of meat because it's really bad for the environment and the meat we do have is, yeah, it's highly priced because it's from a regenerative farm yeah. which is doing, you know, the right thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if, if people want us to stick around, then show up and, show and, up and spend and your money shop here. Because yeah. a lot of people say, I love new foods. Yeah. And they say, oh, awesome, you <laughs> shop there. And they say, I've been meaning to. <laughs> and I'm mean. like, Get your feet over here. Exactly. Um, well, I, uh, I, that brings up a couple things for me. One is um, I came here, uh, my 12-year-old wanted to, uh, was thinking about gardening. And we, we came here and, and saw someone who gave a workshop on gardening. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember what his name was. Um, he's from Half Moon Farm. Yeah. But I can't, and and I uh, can't it was really... It was really thought-provoking, and it was really like a good program. Yeah. And uh, I was really glad that I came. Um, good. He he um, did a did a little bit on on his approach to death and what what we should do oh. with dead bodies uh, when oh, we're done when, when we're done living in them. And uh, that was that was yeah I wasn't expecting that in a gardening workshop. But uh, uh, what do you say? I, well, just that uh, we should we should normalize. Um, uh, planning to have our bodies composted so mm. that we're not like dunking them in formaldehyde as one last sort of fuck you to the planet yeah. <laughs> you know like um, we ought to we ought to like give our bodies back to yeah. to generate beautiful beautiful life did you say you should be life, cremated you know? or not um no uh, just literally uh, yeah literally composted is what i remember yeah. um i think he was saying cremation is not super great oh, either I, I don't i don't remember now I'm sorry, I don't That's remember right. it well enough. I'll ask him. Um, the, um, the, you, you, you were talking about um, getting, getting customers to come yeah. in and, and, and spend their money here. Oh, I just, I just wanted to say that um, when you get in, so there, there's also this perception of like, oh, I have to buy a, uh, I have to put a deposit down mm -hmm. on a bottle, and now I'm in this kind of continuous like, uh, I have to do something here, right. <laughs> you know, which is, uh, you know, it's changing behaviors and, yeah. and, and um, it's not as irresistibly easy as, as the other model yes. where we throw everything away. Um, but I just want to say that once you get into it, it's, it's, there's a little bit of, um, uh, I don't know, it's not like a game, but it's like, um, it, it's, it's got its own kind of reinforcing yeah. um, motivation yeah. where, you, you collect the bottles and you, you, you bring them back in and it feels good to get the deposit back. Yeah. And, and, and um, going to the corner and seeing all the other bottles that other people have, been, have brought back, it reminds you that like, you're not the only one doing yeah. this, right? This, the, the whole community can, can participate in this. And if we all do it, it will right? make a huge difference. Exactly, yeah. and we won't be giving all our money to Jeff and, and Amazon yeah, exactly. and those guys. Give uh -huh. it to us instead uh -huh. so we can expand and change the face of grocery shopping forever. Awesome, let's do it. <laughs> all right, I think that's a wrap. Great, right? yeah. thanks. This episode of Sharing Boulder was produced and edited by Philip Ogren. The music was sampled from Fake French by La Tigre. 
and is available under the Creative Commons Sampling Plus License version 1.0. Please visit us at sharingboulder.us for show notes and previous episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please support us by sharing this episode with your friends and neighbors. Keep sharing, Boulder.